This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And now, let's start the show. White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 go. Dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. And our show is called Locked on Socks. It is on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Go there and subscribe right now so you can get a chance to win a prize pack that we'll be sending out to a random person who is subscribed to our YouTube channel. And if you want to send us a voicemail, 312-566-8727. That is Harold Baines, AJ Brzezinski, Mark Burley, Jorge Orta, Bo Jackson, Carlton Fisk, and Tim Anderson. Old school LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. With no further ado, here is Chris Tannehill. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great, Herb, as you can see, obviously. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can. It's terrible. I've got, I've got, hey, man, I have nothing against uh, that, that team. I know you don't. I know you don't. And I don't really care one way or another. I'm kind of actually bummed for you. But it is a good omen that Loyola Ramblers taking down the number one seed, Illinois, today. Uh, and But last time Illinois lost... In the tournament, and the White Sox had a good team. You know what happened there in 2005. So I don't. I know you're a superstitious guy. Do you think there's anything good that can come out of this? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it says wear and tear on Iodusumu for the NBA game that he's going to be that. Um, yeah, the White Sox and the Illini being good at the same time does not happen often. <laughs> and the last time it did, it was good for the White Sox. Really good for the White Sox. So I'm in. I'm in. If that's what uh, have to happen today, the upset of the Illini for the White Sox to move forward I'll take that sacrifice what would you rather have White Sox World Series or Illini tearing down the uh, the nets there in Indy um White Sox World Series okay still I've already had it before but okay yeah all right it doesn't get quenched with one all right I hear that all right Congrats to the Ramblers. I'm just trolling Herb today. That's what I do. Uh, it's episode 194 today. We're going to open up the mailbag. And uh, I want to ask you, uh, you know, we got some roster in issues here. We got some good news and bad news. Herb, what would you like first? Why do people ask that as well? Am I the only one that whenever someone says you want the good news or the bad news first, I'm only dwelling on the bad news. Like it, to me, is like you might as well not have any good news at all. Are you that? Exactly. <laughs> You're, okay, so we're locked up in that. What would you rather have then? You just want me to get the bad news out? the shoot here yeah who wants yeah who wants to eat dessert and then have to put down like your vegetables yeah so the vegetables so i can at the end eat the thing i want to have i used to just uh i still do this actually i'd move around the food on the plate so it looks like you ate it i my wife calls me out to this day uh for doing that type of stuff but anyway (laughs) um we'll get to that okay so the bad news is adam engel is not going to be ready for opening day we uh, had a hamstring issue with old Adam, and uh, it's mm. a strain, and they're reporting that he's not going to be good to go for opening day. They're optimistic that it will be just a couple of weeks, but 
that happens to coincide with opening day and the season starting. And now right field spot, which was a spot we already, it was, it was one of your glaring weaknesses going into the off season. They addressed it quote unquote with Adam Eaton. And now his backup is hurt. So that's just something to keep an eye out on. You don't feel great about that, especially Adam Eaton this spring. He was killing it. Um, going into Saturday, he had three homers and seven RBIs, and he had a great night the night he went down. It's just, it just you hate to see that. And, you know, if this is the worst that happens in camp, so be it. But I'm, I'm ready for them to just to, to break Glendale already. Just head, head up north and let's just be done with this thing because I don't want any more injuries here. Yeah, you got the Jimmy Cordero out for the year with the uh, Tommy John surgery and now with this. And I know people are not going to make a big deal about it because, you know, the first couple days of the season, you know, you have so much more games left. But, you know me, I think every game counts. They count the exact same, the ones in April and the ones in September. So not having one of your players, and maybe they're going to do a platoon. Maybe he was going to be the 100% backup to Adam Eaton. But a guy that was showing his bat, can play in the major leagues we already knew the glove was good so you're falling off the table from getting above performance above a replacement level performance from adam engel when he's starting in right field to possibly billy hamilton who a man can't hit and i know tony when billy hamilton's in the lineup billy hamilton will be batting at the top of the lineup. no 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 i know I tony no i no. know him uh, i don't he's know gonna be like oh that that 278 uh, on base nice <laughs> he can steal bases though Ugh. oh i thought we were in a good spot with tony i thought we all had put the bad stuff behind us and you know why do we have billy hamilton on the team <laughs> well he has to sign a major league contract first right he's just got the minor league deal now i i think leori's gonna be the one over there he's your swiss army knife he's the guy that can slide in there give you a nice left-handed bat a decent left-handed bat with some on-base stuff and you know b- better tools than billy hamilton you know billy hamilton just has the one great tool which is speed but leori provides i think a lot more uh, to this team anyway so i think it, it'll be leori but I'm, I'm worried about billy hamilton if if it has to be so then just hit him ninth oh yeah I mean, I would be hitting him and or Adam Eaton. Whoever's be- playing right field, I would hit him ninth. Turn the order over quickly. If that's what you want, it'll be a de facto leadoff hitter or the ninth guy if Tony wants that. So I've been seeing some bad things about him batting Adam Eaton at the number two hole. Now, Eaton's a little bit better, especially with the on-base percentage than the traditional guy like uh, if we had Ingle or Billy Hamilton in this regard, but I'm not too fond of having Adam Eaton there either. So uh, if we can have him or whoever's batting, whoever's playing right field batting ninth, I think that'll be the perfect order. The wrinkle to this, obviously, is Engel being a right-handed bat. So, you know, you don't have a right-handed bat. Leori not as good from the right side. But with the White Sox propensity to to kill left-handed pitching, you feel like that's not going to be something that's going to be missed. But it'll be a couple weeks for Adam Engel, and uh, we hope he's back soon because he was having a great spring, man. And, you know, I was hoping he'd be a guy that would just – come out of the shoot hot and all of a sudden you're like man we didn't have to sign anyone because Adam Engel took the next step but uh, other bad news here uh, that's going to spin into something good Ronaldo Lopez today was bad once again three innings pitched six hits four runs all of them earned two walks and one strikeout Um, but the bright side is the fifth starter spot looks like it's got some clarity now because Carlos Rodon today he was awesome Uh, in two games started this spring Carlos Rodon nine innings pitched 10 Ks, no walks, and only four hits. So the two Ethan Katz 
um, students there, Rodon and Lopez. We talked about Ronaldo and how Ethan Katz, like he was very coy and, you know, about, about fixing uh, Ronaldo, but not a good spring so far. It takes guys different time frames to sort of get on the, the new program here. So hopefully Rodon uh, will be the guy in the number fifth spot, but certainly looks like he's solidified that role right now as we sit here on March 22nd. And that's good. I only thing I worry about Carlos Rodon is health. If he can be this pitcher, I know, you know, spring stats don't count necessarily, but around the pitcher he was in 2018-2019, the starting pitcher that you're like, okay, this guy is a major league pitcher, maybe not the top of the rotation, but a guy that can give you innings when he's healthy. I have no problem with Carlos Rodon. If he's striking out these many guys, like what you said 10 and 9 innings. Yep. Let's keep that going. And as a fifth starter, that's an extra plus. But Ronaldo, I'm it's a wait and see type of thing with me. He has to do it like multiple games, like at least five games in a row for me to be like, okay, he's he's fixed. He's definitely fixed because those games versus Detroit don't count for me because he dominates. I want those games versus the Indians. Maybe he's not you know shutting people out, but he's showing that he can get into the sixth. That's all. Get into the six. You don't have to finish the six. Three, four runs, I'm cool with. But don't walk everybody. You have plus stuff. You use it. And if Ethan Katz has been working with him, especially on balance, especially on command and control of his pitches, I expect a better performance. But these uh, spring training stats, not too promising. But grain of salt with those. But I think the track record will also carry over. I think that's with you, too. Like, you're looking at these bad stats in spring you're like you're not a guy that can afford that yeah it's a straight competition here for that fifth spot because we know Kopech's not going to start so we know it was basically just Lopez versus Rodon because these other guys like Jimmy Lambert Jonathan Stever not quite ready yet to be in the rotation I don't think as far as the White Sox see it like that's not the plan for them right now so it was Rodon v Lopez straight up and Rodon is is killing the competition it's over right now I think as we sit here and the thing I like about Rodon already you know throwing that that slider for strikes you know like it you know it that's makes that's that's what it's all about for him it's like he's locating the fastball which you know sometimes he's had a problem with, but he's doing that here in spring as well. But he's getting the the slider over for strikes. Looking, it's not you know it's not just a put away slider where you know it's coming, you can't do anything about it. But he's able to locate that pitch for strikes, which really takes his game up to another level. So stay tuned with that. But I just I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a sentimental dude when it comes to baseball, and I love narratives. I cling to them in, in my baseball world. But like to have Carlos Rodon come back after he was basically left for dead by the organization. I would love nothing more than for him to get that fifth spot because the guy they drafted, we've seen him go through all the ups and downs, and yes, it was frustrating uh, many of the years, but in a lot of those years, the Sox really weren't contending. So to have him finally back now, he appears 100%. His stuff looks awesome. It would be so fitting on his last year here to just come in and help them uh, win a division. I think that would just be great. Uh, real quick what here. What say you before you uh, yeah. go? What say you if he is that guy that you're saying that he is? You're just rolling with him throughout the year? You're just letting him go as the fifth starter? Or are you trying to get some value for him at a trade deadline? Because you know you have some other guys, namely Kopech, that are going to be the fifth starter next year and the years before, or well, the years after. Well, I think because you have that in place, I think I'd be less inclined to, to make a deal. Because if he's rolling and he's helping you – 
you know, get a, a sizable division lead against the Twins, like you never know who can go down. Like Giolito can go down at any second, and you may need more depth than you thought you did. So I, I'm not, I'm not ever in a position to trade away starting pitching. You know, especially when you're trying to win a World Series, like I think that that's just bad mojo right there. I think you hopefully you strike, you get lightning in a bottle from Rodon for one year, and you just be cool that you got that. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of of trading away strength. You know what I mean? Like it depends if someone else. You'd have to ask me this question later on. There's a lot of ifs here. Like if Rodon's good, if someone gets hurt, if they need depth in another position, like if you know you need a DH to come in, if Andrew Vaughn sucks and you need JD Martinez, you know what I mean? Like then. Ask me again, but like right right now as we sit here, I don't think I'm going to make that move. Especially if you finally get a one one good year out of Carlos Rodon, you don't mess with that. So, uh, plus he gives you a different look in the rotation, the left handed arm. Like you know, they don't have a lot of that in the rotation. So like that's a, that could be a critical uh, component to the, even the postseason if he has a good year. I'm not trying to get too far ahead of this thing here, but just looking down the road a little bit at what may be coming. So uh, I want to ask you about your trip here. So how's it going? Mm-hmm. It's we're recording this on Sunday night. And, you know, just a brief recap of what you're doing, where you've been, where are you at tonight in your, your palatial uh, hotel room here, it looks like. Well, we are in South Carolina, so Little River, South Carolina, which is right by the coast, right by Myrtle Beach. Her father has a home here, so he's going to retire here, I think, in May, but he bought this house a couple of years ago. So ever since I started dating Courtney, she's been like, hey, you guys ever need? My house is down there. Go ahead and check it out. And so we're like, let's do it this time. I mean, last year we went to San Diego. This year we went the other way. So we is he stayed is not- he there? Is it like a guess who's no. coming coming to dinner type situation? Like no, I thought. He, oh, okay. <laughs> he came to our house our apartment yesterday morning to give us the keys and all the instructions to get the house all ready. You know, turn the water on, the power, and all that good stuff. Yeah. But um, are you a golfer? Yeah. I am not a, golfer. not a golfer. I know there's a yeah. ton of golf places down here in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. There's so um, many people out there that are like, oh, man, he's down at Myrtle Beach. They get golf. Like, there's so many people right now screaming at their at their phones listening to us right now. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I don't golf. Chilling. Herb doesn't golf. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about chilling. I don't, you know, we're going to go tomorrow. I believe there's an island. It's about an hour away to drive to, and then they, you know, take you on a ferry out to this island off the coast of North Carolina, apparently. And it has alligators there, but you can rent a bike and or a golf cart and just explore the island by yourself. And so we're going to do that. So if I die, I was going to say locked on socks at gmail.com for any new applications to be the next co-host after Herb gets uh, killed by an alligator. Yeah. So they say run zigzag, right? Or is that a bear? I don't know. Uh, if an alligator is close to me, I'm just going to try to run him over with a golf cart. Is that a good idea? I mean, I don't think that's in the the. Uh, would you Would you rather book. get get your like arm bitten off by an alligator or have to pay like some golf course to replace the golf cart, which is probably like I don't know five to ten grand. I don't know how much those things cost, but what would you rather be be without? Um, your arm. I don't have five, five grand. Yeah, I have an extra arm. So. There you go. That's my man. I knew you were going there. So yeah. So yeah. I mean. We're going to explore this island, and we're going to have a good time. And most of the other days, we're going to be chilling on the Myrtle Beach or uh, Myrtle Beach adjacent places. And then one of these days, we're going to go up to Charlotte and see if we can get up to the Truist Stadium, I guess, or Truist Park with their new stadium a couple years ago they just built. So and get a tour and see what the Charlotte Knights are doing. Maybe if we get some time, we can go to the Canny or other Winston-Salem. Dash. See the Dash. Yeah other places around this area but yeah mostly we've been driving 
yesterday we went to Knoxville. It was eight hours. Today was like six and a half hours from Knoxville to South Carolina. And no Confederate battle flags. I've been very, very impressed with the restraint they showed down here in South Carolina. <laughs> well, they know it's like their number one you know, tourist destination. Like that's where the money comes in. So they, they, they don't want to offend people like, you know, So you're saying this is where the money resides. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the money reside. Um, I've been on ancestry.com. They're not a sponsor. Um, yet. <laughs> um, that's, I, sp- I spent a lot of time putzing around on Ancestry.com this weekend. They've got like a free trial, and this really mm-hmm. does sound like a commercial. This isn't, I'm just saying what I did genuinely because I've been kind of, you know, bored at the house this weekend. But um, I, I came across my buddy Rude One. Any Chicago hip hop person knows DJ Rude One, my man Rick. He's one of the biggest Cincinnati Reds fans in the world. And he hit me to a tweet the other day from a, a gentleman on Twitter named at cam miller films that's cam miller and he is putting together he's the reds historian by the way herb and you can attest Mm -hmm. to this he is the one that is sort of basically in charge of the cincinnati reds hall of fame at the great american ballpark and that was one of the uh our favorite things about that trip and easily like the best hall of fame in all of baseball i think in terms of individual ballparks as far as that goes yeah, I I mean I like Kansas City altogether, and okay. it's in the it's physically in the ballpark. Yeah, the Reds one is in the you know the facility. Yeah, but it's outside of the playing field, so it's like you got to get a ticket to get inside the Hall of Fame, and then you're you're in it. I yeah I like the fact that they gave us a bobblehead because we bought admission in there to, for George, uh, George Foster bought bobblehead, and it's like multiple floors too, a lot of reds history i forgot yeah. about the big red machine for some reason because i've been thinking about my whole life the reds have been pretty crappy except for yeah. the 90 team yeah big red machine uh, um so anyway so he's in charge of the reds hall of fame and he's putting together this project you've heard me mention my my great uncles before on the show jesse Tannehill and lee Tannehill. uh jesse was a 47 win player uh pitched for the senators the Pittsburgh Pirates when they were winning their three consecutive NL pennants before the the World Series was even a thing. The New York Highlanders when the American League first started, they later became the Yankees. You may have heard of them. Uh, pitched a no hitter against the White Sox in 1904. And that White Sox team had his brother Lee Tannehill on it, and he famously hit the first home run in Old Comiskey Park. Both of them, my great uncles, and I was digging around on Ancestry.com because I wanted to know the exact connection between myself and my two great uncles as far as what's you know how far removed like I want to be able to connect the the dots like myself so if I ever talk to this guy Cam Miller he's producing a documentary that's going to premiere this summer and he's going to do an outdoor showing of it so I just want to put this in in your in the back of uh put this in your little White Sox podcast brains here folks you're locked on white Sox brains i may want to talk to this guy cam miller because he's producing a documentary called the Tannehills, the baseball brothers of dayton kentucky they were both uh born and raised in kentucky and you know both went on to have pretty solid major league careers lee winning a world series with the uh the white Sox in uh in 1906 the hitless wonders team so it's always been a fascinating part of my family history that I know almost nothing about other than what you can see on Baseball Reference. But Cam Miller has decided to put together a documentary that he's going to show. I don't know that where, I don't know when, 
but this is something that's been in the works for years, I guess, and he's finally got it almost ready to go. So I'll keep you guys posted as far as that goes. But this may be another way just to squeeze out another Cincinnati road trip here this summer. Hope, hopefully that's where it'll be because Dayton, Kentucky, and Cincinnati, they're very close to each other. So it's kind of like the two baseball worlds merging. So I'm looking forward to that, man. That's at uh, Cam Miller Films on Twitter. And I'm going to send him this clip here. And maybe we'll have him on the show ahead of the premiere. So that's pretty exciting stuff right there. So And so Ancestry hooked you up exactly where you needed to go? They did. Yeah, absolutely. There's a free trial on there. So you enter everything yourself manually. Like you, you have to know all your relatives' names. And they you can look up the, on their database like marriage records, census records, all, stuff like that, newspaper clippings. Like they'll provide that, but it's just not just automatic. You don't just punch your name in. You have to do a lot of the legwork on your own end to, to sort of complete the family tree. But I was able to connect myself to uh, Lee and Jesse Tannehill. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm hoping to get out and see this film in the summer. All right, we're already a little bit behind here. So when we come back on the other side, Locked on White Sox, we're going to open up the mailbag and we'll hear some of your voicemails here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, yes, it's over, but the NBA, college hoops, bracket season, and the NHL, they're all in full swing. And not to mention, we've partnered up with BetOnline.ag. This Friday show, we're going to go over prop bets, over-under, division winner, pennant winner, and World Series winners. And we're going to place our bets live during the show and put our money where our mouth is at BetOnline.ag. How will the Southsiders fare in terms of where we're putting our money? Well, you have to wait and see until Friday's show. But you can bet on all sorts of things. You can bet on... Cy Young, MVP, most home runs. There's so much fun stuff going on with baseball at betonline.ag. And you can even bet on award shows. If you're digging reality TV, they've got prop bets for that as well. The odds are updated in real time, and you can bet on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds as well. It's the best way to place your bets, and best of all, it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts and don't forget our promo code locked on that's betonline.ag get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast wherever you get your podcasts all right herb should we open up date big let's do it a lot of emails we're going to try to get to some there's another email i love email all right, how can they email us? Send it to LockedOnSocks at gmail.com, LockedOnSocks at gmail.com, or you want to do the voicemail at 312-566-8727. Absolutely. All right, so let's start with a voicemail, shall we? I think there would be no better time than the present to do that. Let's check in and see who called the Locked On White Sox voicemail. Hi, guys. My name's Marco, a generational Sox fan, and uh, love your podcast. You guys are really the best. I mean that. Um, really informed and entertaining, you, and yeah. uh, love your interviews and your commentary. Um, I, I follow the Sox pretty closely, but I, uh, boy, did I uh, realize how uh, aware I was of some stuff, honestly, when I started listening to you, especially about them underspending this year. One point that nobody has made, I just wanted to mention this, is that it seemed like Tony uh, LaRusso, when he first came in, um, I agree with you, I, w- I was 
afraid they'd hire a Hinch. But when he came in, he was really working a little too hard to please, and the comments he made just sounded pretty much, uh, you know, iron plate. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a superlative staff, you know, type of thing, somebody who didn't really know the organization really, really well, who just walked in after not having managed for years, would say. But, yeah, I'm equally impressed as you guys that he stepped up and seems to be uh, – uh, filling the role well, but he seemed too eager to please, and I'm surprised that with you guys, nobody mentioned that, that, you know, come on, Tony, stop with the little platitudes, and let's get down to business to see what you got. Take care, man. Bye. Thank you, Marco, for the kind words and the uh, the insightful voicemail. Yeah, what do you think about what Marco was saying there? Do you think like this is all uh, a front by Tony Larusa to sort of get us all to you know just be uh, even keel about him being here, or do you think this is genuine uh, the way that players are re- responding to him and the way he's interacting with the media and fans? Do you think this is the real Tony or what? Um, I can agree with Marco a little bit because of I think uh, the points that you have made. Um, where he's kind of going out of his way to mention a rookie, a young player in the organization, like, oh, man, that Jimmy Lambert's out there dealing. He has a chance to make this team. I'd love to be Gavin Sheets' agent. Mercy. Yeah. You know, type of things like that. I understand what he's doing. He's playing to the audience. It's like, hey, guys, I know everybody in this organization, and I've seen them all. And, you know, it might be genuine. Maybe this is Tony's managerial style where he's – uh, encouraging young players to keep on working because he knows his veterans are going to be there to post whatever numbers they're going to do uh, to give a nice number and give a nice uh, shout out to a youngster who, you know, we'd never heard about Gavin Sheets doing well or uh, looking good in, in practice until Tony put it out there. And that Jimmy Lambert might be breaking camp or might be a starter with the team. These uh, voice messages, are these messages might resonate with those guys individually and they might like, okay, the manager sees me and he sees that I'm working hard. I'm going to work that much harder so I can get uh, his approval a little bit more. So I don't know if that's phony or if that's genuine. I hope it's genuine, but I did take notice of him name checking guys that you wouldn't necessarily hear from in a spring training setting. And he wasn't, prompted either the no one was asking him about gavin sheets he asked he answered these questions and uh gave these answers uh, unprompted agreed all the reports were that tony larusso spent his entire offseason living basically in the facility there at glendale and you know he had all offseason to research and we know that he probably knew he was getting this gig long before it was announced okay so you know i i think he was able to have as much time as you could possibly have to get acclimated with all these names and herb you know this like how much digging did we do on six seven the score to find former players guys that played for tony and what they thought about him as a manager and we could not find one i don't believe that was willing to come on the air and and say anything negative about him like it was all guys like like matt holiday you know coming out to speak on his behalf guys that won with him they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, this is the real him. And I, and I think now we're finally at this point where we see why he is a Hall of Famer baseball person. So there, there's, there's been nothing uh, uh, in camp about disrupting the chemistry or any of that. And you see him physically out there with the guys, you know, grab-assing, laughing. You know, it's, it's fun stuff right there. And I'm glad we're finally at this point and we can move on a bit. It doesn't matter what I think. And if these guys are getting encouraged by what Tony says – that's the most powerful thing. Let's see who else is checking in today on the Locked on White Sox voicemail. 
What's up, Herbie? What's up, Tanny? This is uh, Leonard out in Orland Hills. How are you guys My doing? <laughs> um, you guys are begging for voicemails and nobody's calling. Not but, begging. Uh, you guys are bone. I know you guys are really you know, flailing here. And, Thanks, uh, Leonard. And you guys are hanging on by the skin of your teeth. So <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure you guys don't get uh, you know canceled uh, in the next uh, day or two. So <laughs> just want to let you guys know that um, with the 108 tourney going on, I am happy to see that you guys are in. I'm rooting for you guys. Um, I'll be waiting to see who comes out on top in every section, but just like Issa Rae says, Irby, I'm rooting for everybody black, so uh, you are my, you know, pick to click to win it all, so Irby, I got a lot of money on you, so please do do your best, you know, do what you can, get get the vote out, guys, you need to vote for Irby out here, he's, he's, he's running the show really out in Sox Twitter, so congratulations to you guys, hope you guys do well in the tournament, hope that all Sox fans are having a good time with spring training, hoping, glad to see Kopech is killing it, um, good to see Cease is actually not throwing fastballs down the middle to get rocked in spring training. So hopefully you guys are having a swell time with the podcast, and I'll be listening to your uh, picks in the tournament. Thanks. Thank you, Leonard. Yeah, we are having a swell time. And by the way, we're not going to get canceled because we're not getting voicemails. If we ever get canceled, it'll be likely because of something Herb said. That's 100% <laughs> true. But you lately have been the – the polarizing figure. No one well, likes you. Anymore. Just because like three guys that sit in one section at the ballpark don't like me doesn't mean I'm I'm beloved, okay, by the fan base. Actually, you know what? I I think I may have something uh, to the contrary here. Uh, one last voicemail uh, before we get to uh, the next segment where we preview what's going on this week. I, I guess I think I spoke too soon here. Listen to our guy Paul. All right. First and foremost, uh, new listener to the show, loving it. Paul Correct. This is Paul Correct. I hey, Paul. grew up in Aurora. I live in Chicago. Okay. By the way, earmuff it for me, folks. If you guys are going to do this fucking thing. Oh, boy. Then I, 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 when I tuned in tonight, I, I got home from work. I'm a bartender. I wanted to listen to some soft talk. I heard a little bit of bullshit about how fucking Cordero's getting a, you know, getting a Tommy John surgery. And then the rest. I listened to was all this. You guys are sucking off the 108 guys. I looked them up. Yeah, the 108 guys. Yeah, they seem okay, I guess. You guys are sucking those guys off. Fuck them. All right. <laughs> Fuck their attorney. By the way, Kenny, you got no chance against Josh Nelson. Oh, that guy, that guy is. He, he is. He has his finger on the pulse of all White Sox Twitter knowledge. You're fucked. I don't care what your score radio, terrestrial radio shit is. Josh Nelson destroys you. Mm. Also, Herb, stop pandering. Stop doing it. You are polarizing, but you're awesome. I met you at the Boars and Bernstein shit, and you're an awesome guy. Stop pandering. I tuned in tonight after bartending all night, and all I heard you guys do was suck off the 108 guys. I looked them up. Yeah, they look all right. I followed them on Twitter. Oh, okay. That was the point. I want to hear more. I don't want to hear about Cordero's bullshit Tommy John surgery because he's a (laughs) fucking, who cares, best bullpen in baseball. I want to hear more about how Cody Hoyer is going to, be the second best fucking closer in baseball. <laughs> anyway, quit sucking those guys off. 
Uh, also, you guys are awesome. Um, let me keep listening. Love you guys. Bye. How much do that- we love Paul? How much do we love that guy? <laughs> He's great. Is that Earl Weaver? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I want to ask Jeez. Paul about, about when's the best time to plant a tomato plant. <laughs> Oh, Alice, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how Paul was, yeah, that's as transparent as you can be. He thinks I'm going to get smoked. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. We'll come back and put a bow on this thing here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. We've been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. If you go to Built Bar on Twitter, at bar underscore built, they've got Built Bar Madness going on right now, and you can vote for which Built Bar is your favorite. And I got to tell you, Built Bar, they confuse me all the time on which one's my favorite, especially when I get these drops. Saturday, I come home from running some errands, and what's waiting for me at my doorstep is I have two new boxes from Built Bar, but I didn't order any Built Bars. What in the world is going on here? See, Built Bar rolls out these new flavors every once in a while, and They like to send them to us so we can talk about how good they are. And you may have seen them promote what they have called Built Bar Puffs. Banana Cream Pie Marshmallow is one of the flavors that they had along with churro marshmallow and these things are just delicious they're a little lighter than the traditional built bars i think but they're just as delicious i gave one to my wife she enjoyed it as well and this banana cream pie marshmallow has 130 calories only with 17 grams of protein and only five grams of sugar they also sent me what was an amazing flavor. I've got it right here in front of me. Birthday cake with sprinkles. Now, the only thing I will say is I wish they would have sent me more because I think this might be one of my new flavors, but it might be too late. So when you're hearing me talk about it, you better get to builtbar.com right now and see if they still have this flavor available. It's birthday cake with sprinkles. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. This one in particular, white chocolate, just 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and it is delicious. It even has a couple of little sprinkles in there so you could feel like it's your birthday even though it is not. Go to BuiltBar.com now. Use our promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Look, I use the Built Bars in real life. They're delicious. They're helping me on my weight loss journey. I'm down 7 pounds from about a month ago and I, I couldn't be happier and Built Bar has been such a huge part of my weight loss. Go to BuiltBar.com and see the flavors that they've got cooking up. They may run out so you got to act fast. BuiltBar.com promo code LOCKED15 and go to Built Bar on Twitter and find out who will be the best tasting protein bar beginning this wednesday the locked on mlb podcast is featuring one of our biggest events of the year locked on mlb division preview series all of our local experts in every mlb market answer the biggest questions around each team follow locked on mlb on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts all right, Herb, we're about out of time here. Uncle Pete did weigh in. Possibly, I think we'll get to him tomorrow. Uh, there's also another f- uh, fun voicemail. We've got socks in the city to get to tomorrow. But let's sort of map out the week here. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do tomorrow on the show, Herbie? This 108 tournament's going down. Let's preview the matchups once again. Herb, you're going up against whom? Alyssa Bergamini, who is the in-studio or in-stadium host for the White Sox. So during the game, in the middle of the innings, You'll see her on the screen, that person. So a lot of people already know her. And she works on NBC Sports Chicago. I think she does the high school holla or whatever they call it. <laughs> That's Jay Hood high school holla. 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 <laughs> this is the prep. She does the prep show, right? Yeah. yeah. And so she's a formidable opponent. I have uh, joined up with a person who is going to help me win that 
on Monday. Uh, you'll see it if you're on Twitter, Ecknerwall23. I'll be posting that video early in the morning. So I'm, you know, probably 60-40 on going to win, not going to win. But I was like 100% on the line. So you see how that goes. So this person will push me over the top if I if there was any um, like question. But she also has her resources. So I while I'm throwing this video out there, she might be putting a video out there herself without having to pay anybody to do it. Yeah, exactly. So best of luck to you. Vote Herb Lawrence. Vote early and often. I believe those uh, polls launch around 7 a.m., but keep checking earlier than that. We, we want to send Herb to the next round. As for myself, I'm taking on Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. Another you got four, no chance. Uh, no chance, apparently, according to uh, Paul Correct. Um, I, I, we'll see about that. You know, I'm not going to tip my hand to what I'm going to do, but uh, it's nothing huge. I didn't go all Pete Hand and get a super special cameo. We'll talk about that during tomorrow's show. It made me laugh this weekend, Pete Hand's cameo. Uh, but, yeah, Josh Nelson, really smart guy. Uh, you know, one of the great White Sox follows on Twitter. Him and uh, Jim Margulis, Sox Machine, they do their thing. But, hey, look, I beat Gas Money Bob, took down a barstool guy, and that's that's what it is to me. That that was my Super Bowl. So it's all house money from this point forward. I'm sitting here believing that I can do anything I want. It's all within reach for me in this one away tourney right here. So vote for Herb. Vote for me, Chris Tannehill. Tomorrow or today, today vote for vote today when the when the when the polls launch. So if you're getting this late at night, we drop this episode at midnight on on Monday morning. Set your alarm and make sure you're up there voting. And I want a sizable lead for both of us early so we're not sweating it out, okay? So go to at from the 108 on Twitter, and you'll see those guys uh, with the, with their polls. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, it's going to be another nerve-wracking day on Monday. So fingers crossed. I think you'll be all right. Myself, I'm not so sure about that. But it's going to be another tough battle for me. But, you know, champions don't complain. They just play who's on the schedule, right? Exactly, exactly. And so, yeah, I'll be out. Just uh, posting that video early in the morning and not checking those results until probably late afternoon after I get eaten by the alligators. So vote for me, guys. So I'll, when I come back and have no arm, I at least have a, a little uh, little happiness to look forward to after surgery. So um, at the one or from the one away tomorrow morning or Monday morning, vote for her. Vote for Tanny. We need your votes. We're begging you. Sorry about that, Paul. Yeah, sorry. We got. It's all about raising the profile, too much, Paul. Too much sucking off on people. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Well, it's all about raising our profile because if we get more Twitter followers for us, Paul, that's more followers for the show. That's more money in our pocket, and that's more great people we get to interact with. So there is like a method behind the madness, Paul. So I'm sorry if it offends you. And more vacations from me, Paul. Exactly. South Carolina. Absolutely. We we're trying to catch up because COVID ruined our 2020. So we got a lot of places to go and things to see in 2021. Uh, for, as far as the rest of the week, you heard me promo on the way in. We're going to talk with Locked On Twins this week on Wednesday, and I'm hoping to stretch that out to a two-parter because those have gone, gone really well with the Indians and Tigers that we've done the two-part episode. So I'm looking forward to that. Locked On Twins will be our guest. And then on Friday, we're going to go over our betonline.ag overs and unders and prop bets for the White Sox this season. So I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to go over everything from home run leader, rookie of the year, Cy Young, all the way through division, pennant, World Series. So I'm looking forward to that show. But that's all I got tonight, Herbie. All right. Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. Me, Herb Lawrence, Eckner, Wall 23. And our show is Locked on Sox on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there and subscribe. 
312-566-8727 is the way you leave a voicemail like Paul, like my man Leonard. Do that right now. That is Baines, AJ, Burley, Orta, Jackson, Fisk, and Mr. Tim Anderson for the voicemail. LockedOnSocks at gmail.com is the way you see in the old school email to us. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. Vote for me and vote for Chris Tannehill on the 108 tournament. Sorry for sucking them off too much here on Locked on Socks. <laughs>